This week on Talkin' Central Arizona Sports, spring sports continue as region play begins. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Dunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. We begin this week on the Diamond as the Bradshaw Mountain Bears baseball team kept it rolling over the weekend, getting big wins over Lee Williams in a doubleheader at home. The Bears began with a 20-3 win over the Volunteers in Game 1. Bradshaw put crooked numbers up on the board in the 1st, 3rd, and 5th innings, scoring 4 in the 1st, 11 in the 3rd, and 5 more in the 5th to get the mercy rule result. Josh Cazal went 3-4 for four with 3 RBIs. 5 players also had 2 RBIs in the win. The Bears in the second game scored 11 runs, scoring in 5 of their 6 half innings at the plate. Bradshaw used a five-run third inning to grab a sizable lead. Sophomore Garrison Jones and Thomas McLaughlin each had three RBIs, as Caden Randall and Cazal combined to pitch seven innings, only allowing two runs on five hits. The win follows Bradshaw's 10-0 win over St. Mary's the previous weekend, as the team is now 4-2 overall and 2-0 in the region. Next up is an away and home matchup against Coconino, as they play on the road Tuesday before taking on Coconino and Prescott Valley on Thursday. First pitch for Thursday's game is 3.45 p.m. The team also has a road doubleheader against Mojave on Saturday. Over to Chino Valley Baseball as the team lost both their road games last week, 6-4 to Parker and 7-6 to Sholo. But they got back in the win column with a 5-3 win over Wickenburg on the road Monday. Carson Snyder and Spinner Buchanan each had a pair of RBIs. Senior Felton Jaden pitched a complete seven innings, giving up three runs, two earned, on five hits while striking out five. The win improves the Cougars' record to 2-6 overall and 1-1 in the region. The Cougars host Wickenburg on Thursday at 3.45 p.m. before traveling to the Valley on Saturday for a game against Scottsdale Christian. As for Prescott, after a loss last week to Paradise Honors, they get region play started this week as they play a road and home matchup against Mojave as they take on the Thunderbirds on the road Tuesday before returning home to host the team on Thursday at 4 p.m. They also play a road game against Lee Williams on Friday before hosting Coconino on Saturday at 3 p.m. The team is 1-3 overall so far. Coming up, Chase Field is hosting something really cool this summer and a whip around local sports. But first, spring is here. Give Yavapai Plumbing and Heating a call to make sure everything is looking good and you are ready as the temperatures slowly begin to creep up. You won't uh, feel like it now, but it is going to start creeping up as we head into the summer months. All the info you need is at ypeinc.com. That's ypeinc.com. Welcome back to Talking Central Arizona Sports. Thanks for giving this podcast a listen. Opening day for Major League Baseball is this week. 
and the Diamondbacks have plenty of young, exciting talent that will take the field. But they won't be the only future stars of the sport to play at Chase Field this summer. The ballpark will be ho- the home of the third annual MLB Draft Combine from June 20th to the 25th, the league announced. The best young talent in the sport will travel to the Valley for the event, as the top 300 draft-eligible players, as identified by the 30 MLB clubs, are welcome to participate, along with up to 50 supplemental invitees. Players who attend the Combine can make an impression on MLB clubs before draft day, as they will have the opportunity to interact with general managers and scouting directors, the league said. The league added, in total... 260 of the 409 players who participated in the past two combines have been drafted by an MLB club. Read more on SignalsAZ.com about the event and how you can watch the stars of tomorrow showcase their skills right here in Arizona. It's now time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. Starting off with Prescott High School, the softball team, after a loss last week to Arcadia, begin region play with a home matchup against Mojave on Tuesday at 4 p.m. before hitting the road Thursday to play the Thunderbirds again. They also play Lee Williams on Friday and Coconino on Saturday, both at home. First pitch for Friday is 4 p.m., while Saturday's game gets underway at 1 p.m. The team is still looking for their first win at 0-5. The boys' tennis team got the win over rival Bradshaw last week, 6-3. The doubles flights of seniors Camden and Leighton Fetty earned an 8-0 result in the win. At a perfect 5-0 and 1-0 in the region, they have home matches this week against Cactus Shadows on Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. and Page on Friday at 2 p.m. The girls' tennis team also got a win over rival Bradshaw last week, 9-0, to push their record to 4-1 overall and 1-0 in this section. Senior Ava Strasser and Maddie O'Neill each earned a pair of 6-0 results in their singles flights. Next up is a road game against Cactus Shadows on Tuesday, before home games against Coconino at 3.30 p.m. on Thursday and Page at 2 p.m. on Friday. The boys and girls track and field teams compete in a 13-team meet on Wednesday at 2 p.m. hosted at Bradshaw Mountain, which also includes Chino Valley, Coconino, and Flagstaff. The boys volleyball team last week went 1-2 with road losses to Northwest Christian and Deer Valley, but a 3-1 win at home against St. Mary's. At 3-2 overall and 2-0 in the region, they have home games on Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. against Cactus and Thursday at 4.30 p.m. against Paradise Honors before a road match Friday against Estrella Foothills. Over to Bradshaw Mountain as the softball team last week went 3-0 with a doubleheader sweep against Lee Williams on the road Thursday and an 18-3 victory over St. Mary's at home. In the win over St. Mary's on Friday, senior Maddie Brown powered the offense going 4-for-4 with two home runs and six RBIs. At 4-2 overall and 2-0 in the region, the team plays Coconino at home Tuesday at 3.45 p.m. before traveling to play the Panthers on the road Thursday. The Bears then host Saguaro on Friday at 3.45 p.m. The boys' tennis team rebounded from a loss against Prescott with a 7-2 win over the Tempe Buffaloes on the road Friday. At 4-2 overall and 0-1 in the region, the team plays Deer Valley on the road Tuesday before returning home Wednesday to play Barry Goldwater at 3.30 p.m. The girls' tennis team will also be looking to get back on track after a loss to Prescott as they host Deer Valley on Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. before going on the road to play Barry Goldwater on Wednesday. The team is 3-3 overall and 0-1 in the region. 
The boys and girls track and field teams, of course, being the hosts of that 13-team meet on Wednesday, will also participate in the event at 2 p.m. The teams will also compete in the Greenway Track Invitational over the weekend. The boys volleyball team is still looking for their first win of the season, losing last week 3-0 to Estrella Foothills and Odyssey Institute. This week, they have road games against Barry Goldwater on Tuesday and Agra Fria on Thursday before hosting Dysart at 5.30 p.m. on Friday. The team is 0-6 overall and 0-1 in the region. Out at Chino Valley, as the softball team had a tough week, losing a pair of games to Borgade Catholic and a game against Wickenburg. At 3-3 overall and 1-3 in region play, they host Wickenburg, looking for revenge on Thursday at 3.45 p.m., before hitting the road for games against Blue Ridge on Friday and Scottsdale Christian on Saturday. The golf team competes on Wednesday in a meet against Anthem Prep, Northland Prep, and Kingman Academy. The boys and girls track and field teams will also compete in that meet at Bradshaw Mountain High School on Wednesday. The teams will also be a part of the second annual Sabercat co-ed relays on Friday. On to collegiate sports now as the Yavapai College baseball team got doubleheader wins last week against Paradise Valley in Mesa. In the second game against Mesa on Saturday, Nolan Sparks had four hits in five at-bats and three RBIs. At 16-11 and 11 overall and 11-7 and seven in conference play, the Rough Riders have a home doubleheader Tuesday against number 20-ranked Glendale starting at noon before a road doubleheader against Gateway on Friday. The softball team actually did play ball on Tuesday last week, sweeping a doubleheader against Gateway in a matchup that was previously said to be postponed. In the 10-6 win in Game 2, Amanda Pay, Brina Langford, and Tori O oh each had a pair of RBIs. At 3-20 overall, they host Mesa on Tuesday for a doubleheader beginning at noon, and Paradise Valley for another doubleheader on Saturday, also beginning at noon. Over to Embry-Riddle as the Eagles softball team had a great past few days, sweeping La Sierra twice in doubleheaders on Sunday and Monday. In the second game on Monday, a 13-3 win. Leah Salas and Jade Bayless each had four RBIs. At 18-9 overall and a perfect 10-0 in the conference, they host Benedictine Mesa for doubleheaders on Friday and Saturday and against Menlo on Sunday. Each begins at noon. The baseball team, meanwhile, won both their games against Providence Christian over the weekend, with Game 1 of the doubleheader on Saturday being postponed. In the 13-2 win on Saturday, Drew Berrigan was a big part of the offense, driving in five runs. At 9-14 overall and 5-3 in the conference, the team hosts OUAZ on Tuesday at 3 p.m. before hosting Benedictine Mesa for three games on Friday and Saturday. Game 1 on Friday begins at 1 p.m., while the game on Saturday begins at noon. Ending the whip around with the defending champion NAZ Wranglers as the team opened the season with a 43-35 defeat to the Duke City Gladiators at the Finley Toyota Center in Prescott Valley. Quarterback Garrett Kettle had 108 yards rushing and two touchdowns on the ground while also having two touchdowns in the air in the loss. They have another home game on Saturday starting at 6.05 p.m. against the Vegas Nighthawks. As I do every week, I'll end the show by giving my thoughts on some state sports. It's my favorite time of the sports year, opening day. My March Madness bracket, like many others, was completely destroyed, and I am fully invested in baseball now. The D-backs, for the first time in a few years, have a very intriguing team. With the likes of Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas, and Jake McCarthy continuing their growth in the outfield and running down quite a bit of balls, being one of the fastest outfields in the sport, 
Seeing, a, uh, seeing what Gabriel Moreno brings to the team and the potential emergence of Zach Gallen as a bona fide ace in the sport. Many people are betting on Carroll to win Rookie of the Year and Gallen to win the NL Cy Young Award. Would that translate to a playoff appearance in a tough NL West division? Mm, maybe not. But it's setting up to be a fun watch, whether the D-backs will be playing in October or not. I'm Torrance Thunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday.